Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi and... What's up, guys? We're all actually in the same place again. <clears throat> uh, it's amazing. I didn't introduce you. you, you, you not, you're not supposed to speak until you're introduced. <sighs> so we're still, we're still doing this? Guys, I feel like we need to come up with a new bit. Because like I don't know, we've just had anti-thim <laughs> stickers printed. We have a and, lot of stickers, and they're flying off the yeah, shelves. People love these things because they also love to hate them. But if you want to buy those, Toronto Motorsports, mm-hmm. uh, they have those. Chia Motorsports at on Twitter and Instagram. So what you're saying is we don't need a new bit. No, let's at least sell the stickers, and then we'll come up with a new bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have dogs, uh, and we have some, we have a special guest. Yeah, well, we're going to get to the yes. Okay. The yes. I'm just explaining the barking in the background. <laughs> that is not our guest. So like I um. I missed last the last episode. You yeah. did, um, and I didn't listen to it because I haven't listened to any off track. Have you not listened Russell. to one? Neither of you. I have. No, I've listened to the um, John Green one. I listened to both the John Green ones. Sorry, both the John Green ones. Uh, and I think, I think one or two others. I think I maybe listened to the first one and the John Green ones, and that was it. Okay, so and we're in the same region of right. I so, anyways, to these so many times. what did yeah. you guys? What did you guys talk about? I see you brought family members on without talking to me about it. Yeah, well, you weren't there to, to talk to, so that <laughs> is that is that your text tone? This is uh, our special guest who has a very exotic text tone that we'll get to in a moment. But yes, uh, I had my brother on to talk philosophy of racing. The doctor, the doc, Doctor Hinchcliffe. Uh, he is a doctor of philosophy from Oxford. What is, like, what were the, just to get me up to speed, what was like the key point? Like, you know, you could listen. So we started, <laughs> it, it all, it all kind of stemmed, uh, around the Vettel penalty in, right. uh, Montreal. And I was of the opinion that though the penalty was enforced to the letter of the written rule, it was not enforced to the spirit of the rule. Copy. And so we went into the philosophy behind... And was Mr. And Hinchcliffe, whose side was he on? The stewards or Sebastian's? Well, they, you, that's, that's such an open-ended question with my brother. You can't... There's no... Right or wrong. Yeah, like he'll argue both points so well you're not sure which one you believe at the end of the day. Right. So we don't want him on Battle Royale. Oh my God, no. <laughs> right. Oh my God, no. I would purposely pick the worst possible one just to be eliminated from the discussion from the get-go. No, that's my thing. No, I, okay, I would try to out-worse you. I don't... Are you pretending that's I, intentional? Well... <laughs> fair. Shut up, <laughs> then. fair I'm getting right now. Uh, so yes, apologize for any uh, dog noises in the background. We have a couple. We have a pack. We, we, have, have, a, we have a pack. We have a bundle. We have a bundle. We have four. <laughs> four here today. Um, that one belongs to Alex. Uh, oh no, the one that barked actually belonged to me. But yes, so uh, our special guest today, 
who's actually going to help us get into uh, a Grind My Gears uh, segment, which we haven't done for yes. a while, um, is the one and the only. Oh, that's me. Yeah, no. <laughs> Robert yeah. Wickens. Yeah. Hey. hey. Woo. Woo. Yeah, I honestly thought you were segueing to me in the intro, <laughs> and I almost chimed in with my own name. Well, I could, I could, I could intro him. <clears throat> All right, guys, our special guest this weekend. Well, who's your own going to be? Wait, I'm really curious now. My what? What, what, was what, your were, own you, intro? what were you like? Yeah, what was your own intro? Birdo type. No, at the first one, you're like, yeah, like Alex and Roxy, and yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, is that me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, introduce the guest that's already introduced himself. All right, so the guest uh, today is. Um, Someone near and dear to our hearts, and still the number one reason that I am hated on the internet, which I actually have come to enjoy. And there are appreciate. so many other reasons to hate you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. <laughs> no, there's, but there's like, a few. Pe- people don't vocal <laughs> people don't vocalize them unless it's really related to Rob. Interesting. Which is I do it all the time on the internet. I don't know. You must not be following me. We have a group chat. Just, just the yeah. way that Robbie doesn't follow Finn, which I know still really bugs him, which makes us really happy. It does very much bug me. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. That's even better. It's like it's not even intentionally more. Yeah, it's like so it's... unimportant to him <laughs> that he hasn't even thought about the fact that he doesn't follow you, and yet it just. I'm just gonna up. keep. I'm gonna keep screenshotting my tweets and then texting them to him. Yeah, he blocked your number a long time ago. <laughs> Long time ago. That's what uh, Ryan Hunter Ray does to some of the other racing drivers that I've unfollowed. He just screenshots everything that they do and just. Who have you unfollowed? Just un unnamed this, people. This is, this is name one. <laughs> um. You unfollowed. I did. He's a great guy. He's a good I dude. just feel like he was. Anyways, um, Rob. <laughs> How you doing? What's up? What's, What's new? Up, buddy? You're, you're in Indianapolis. I am. I am. I came home for a surgery, recovering from that. Got a new little device in my arm. A gadget. A little gadget. Mm-hmm. But uh, apart from that, it's going all right. Feeling pretty good. Happy to have some sunny weather. Man, it's about time. It's been brutal. Yeah. At least it's been, just been terrible. It's been like Seattle. I feel like. Yes. Good call. Yeah. I forgot there's actually a place Except on Earth that's less this rainy. I've never beautiful. been to Seattle. I don't think you're missing much. Oh, uh, you are. Are you? Yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of those. I don't okay. know. Seafood? I mean, you can get that places that don't rain. True. So, Alex, you had that. cargo. So here's a, here's a joke for you. This is gonna be I've got a great joke. From trading places. Based on the look that you gave me, I'm going to say yes and not tell my joke now. It was a look at that escargo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is. Rob, so you're coming to Toronto? I am. And Have you ever been? <laughs> Wait, when, when's this airing? First off, <laughs> right before Toronto. Like, what, it, like, what, like Thursday, Thursday before, Thursday Toronto. before okay, Toronto. Good. So you can. T- that's why I'm. Because we're announcing on Monday. Okay. Like Monday of oh, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do your normal role of kind of being around Aero SPM and, and kind of being involved in that. Uh, but you're also doing something else that weekend. That's huh. pretty cool. It's it's good to be back. I feel like uh, I was supposed to be in Road America. Yeah, um, and we miss you. We miss you there. I was very excited to have a brat, potentially a beer, because I wasn't driving. Fair, that's a good. Which point. I wasn't able to do last time. Great point. And um, last two times. Because technically your first, Lucy, give it a rest. Technically your first taste of an IndyCar was actually at Road America. That's very true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he filled in for uh, Mikael and yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2017. Yeah. 
That was a very good article that came out actually mm-hmm. um, about your first time and the impact that you still have on the team and everything. That oh, I really? think Marshall Pruitt. Marshall Pruitt did it. Yeah. Um, it came out on the weekend or the stuff. week of, of of Road America weekend, and they were talking about how you in your first test, like you had, like the cornering speeds were all really good, but like you had a straight line deficit. They're ish. Good. <laughs> good enough to impress yeah. the team. Yeah. But like I think that's it's really cool to be able to because very rarely in racing because people I don't really think necessarily understand all of the different elements that go into getting a result and everything. Yeah, for sure. It's cool to hear teams open up about the behind the scenes things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, so get back to Toronto. Yeah. So long story short, I'm going to Toronto. Yep. Very excited. You're you're from near there. I'm from around the block. Uh, friend Jenny's there too. <laughs> no. That was bad. We can cut that one out. No, I'm gonna I'm request leaving. that one. I'm gonna leave cut. that one in. No, that's my, for uh, not following me. My friend, <laughs> my friend Randall always had a good uh, Jennifer Lopez joke. He always said that he was super jealous of uh, what was her husband's name? Mark Anthony. Yes. I don't think they're married anymore. But what he Wasn't told it me, Ben Affleck. I'm sure. Yeah, she was married to Mark Anthony for a while. Yeah. Anyway, when she was with Mark Anthony, I remember he said. Uh, I'm always jealous of uh, Mark Anthony on Valentine's Day because J-Lo's love don't cost a thing. Aww. And that's the joke you wanted to repeat. Yep. Okay. I thought it was clever. That's it's clever. It's kind of adorable. It's clever. Yeah. Because she's a song. It's my love don't yeah. cost a thing. No, I... Yeah. I wasn't sure that you knew any songs other than Celine Dion. <laughs> so, uh, Toronto. So, you're going to be back in Toronto. You're going to be back in your role um, <laughs> helping... Uh, how many times can we talk about... Or intro his kind we're of to it. We're getting to it. Situation. How much time Toronto. do we have on this podcast? 47 minutes. Um, I made that up. Um, but you're actually going to have an additional role. <laughs> Get there, Jane. I will. <laughs> I will. And it's going to be really fun. So with the help of Aero Electronics and Honda Acura Group, we've able to put together a hand-controlled NSX that I will be driving around um, the streets of Toronto. What on- color? It's going to um, look like the Aeroschmidt Peterson car. It's going to be matte black oh, really? with that, some gold. That's mm-hmm. really sick. Yeah. Number six. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, Air on the side. It's going to be branded. I'm requesting the branding to be magnetic so I can just peel them off around the road. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to swindle this to be my road car. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, so. that, is, that is so cool and so huge. You are making your return to a racetrack, essentially. I am. First time in a couple minutes. Couple minutes. Yeah, couple, couple first minutes. time putting on a helmet. So you've been, but you've been back behind the wheel of a road car. Yes. So you've done that. Done that. Check that box. But now you got to go to a much more. What kind of car did you drive on the road before? I something small. Right. A little. So now you're getting into a full Proper blown supercar. Supercar on yeah. a racetrack. Yeah. It was a little sewing machine before. So. <laughs> But do you get to uh, do you have to like try like did you have any input on the system used with the hand controls? Do you have to use it before the race or sorry before the race weekend? How's it how's it kind of working? Yeah, so obviously we're a bit time limited, um, but everyone at Aero Electronics are really hands on and trying to make because really we're trialing things to get me back into a race car, and um, so for this Toronto race we're doing a purchase system that gets installed. Um, so it's not going to be anything fancy or groundbreaking, but from there, we have um, big dreams, big hopes of, of doing um, some cool stuff. Because I think to drive a drive an IndyCar, you need both hands on the wheel at all times, and I don't think 
having um, a mechanical brake system, which is in most accessible vehicles, right. will work for two reasons. As you guys know, the brake forces that's required for each corner is way more than you could produce with an arm. Pretty substantial. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, um, trying to turn. Right. So. so without getting into too much detail, like how, how was the adaptation period? Did it come fairly naturally or was it difficult? Like how, how did that process go of never having driven a hand control car to? Yeah, it was, I mean, it's natural in the sense of you're behind a wheel, right? but it was honestly, it just made me angry. Okay. Um, because I was always trying to move my legs and thankfully this was very early in the injury. I think I, I got my certification back in December. So I, I couldn't really move much then, but I was always trying to just react to things sure. and it wasn't happening. And then I'd have to secondly to go to the hand controls. Um, but the fun thing is there's like a Zamboni knob. Yeah. It's like a big trucker knob. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if I'm going to have that on the NSX or not. I, I hope, <laughs> I hope not. Cause like normally cornering, like you're not really doing like a 360 yeah. degree <clears throat> Yeah. thing like you would on the road but it'd be kind of cool to have it just yeah, I mean, the pick. it's not like, terrible just to yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly i mean turn three you might need it yeah Fair. it's true because it's i don't know the whole handoff thing but it's honestly it's it's gonna be fun i'm really excited about two things one it's a step closer to getting back into a race car driving i've never driven an nsx before so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun yeah fair enough i actually i haven't either yeah. so i'm um, <laughs> it's awesome kind of jealous. is it it's really cool. yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to it and then i do get to uh get a few laps in at canadian tire motorsports park oh nice on uh the wednesday before the event right so we wanted to get more testing in but unfortunately time's of the essence so yeah. we can't really we also want to do a much more sophisticated system, but it just didn't have the time to do it. So that's the plan is to do, kind of develop Arrow's own and your specifically owned system for this? For sure. Because we want to, I keep, I keep telling them I just want the same system from road car to race car. Right. Because how else am I, you know, this has to become second nature it, right. to me. It's got to be intuitive. It, yeah. And... I don't want to have to think about using my hands. It just has to happen. Right. Um, so Can I think we? that's... That's the key. Can we talk about how amazing, like just, I, this is not sponsored by Arrow. This has nothing to do with Arrow, but like give a shout out to Arrow and yeah. like what they're doing and giving people kind of the opportunity to, to get sure. back behind. And, and I was just, I was just going to mention that actually, because when you look at what they've accomplished with the same car, you know, they, they built a system and refined it over the last, you know, four or five years, whatever it is to, uh, have a quadriplegic be able to drive a road car with his head. He got his road license. You know, he got, he got a license, you know, it's first it's time in human history that's been done. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be really cool to get to work with them and kind of customize your own system. Yeah. It was actually, it was pretty cool for me when I was at Craig hospital. Um, everyone knew about the Sam car. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, well that's actually like, our boss yeah. like drives like he drove the Sam car. He is he is Sam. He is yeah, he is Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but then also I'm getting Air Electronics is the title sponsor of our of my race team and they're like, No way and it was like always like a cool little intro. Oh, that's cool. Because anytime they heard race car, they're like, Oh, did you know that there's like a car that you can drive, like quadriplegics can drive? I'm mm -hmm. like, Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty aware. I did very very aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Heard of that's it. That's awesome. Heard of it. It's awesome. Well you wouldn't have because you I mean, I'm at, I'm at racetracks a lot. I'm not doing anything when I'm there. You're drinking a lot. <laughs> Pretty heavily. Embarrassing us. You yeah. do that very well. 
Well, or he's qualifying for Marco in Detroit. <laughs> Finn, I will say that that Marco spoof was was cool. <laughs> that was a ton of fun to film. It was that really was cool. fun. It was amazing. But, but Mario made it. Yeah, yeah. Mario was a very good sport about that. That yeah. was a lot of fun to film. That, Mario, clip, that clip of Mario was just like I laughed so hard. He he would like want to call me Marco the entire weekend. But we had the one thing where we're walking and uh, and they're like, "Hey, don't worry, we're not going to use the audio on this. So just do a lot of hand gestures." And so I'm, I'm like just trying to do it, but I'm like, I, I feel stupid just doing hand gestures without talking. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I had a run on Ryan. I tried to get around on him, but he, he closed in on me and I couldn't do it. And he goes, well, just put him in a f-ing wall. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> That's so good. That is such a him thing to do. So Mario. Um, all right. So when's he coming on your podcast? Mario? He's too big time he's too, too famous yeah, he's, we need to we need to get a little bit bigger. Because the stories he has. Man. One of my favorite, I've said it before, one of my favorite things on earth is to grab a bottle of wine and go sit down over dinner with Mario because he just has stories that you wouldn't believe. It's incredible. Incredible. He, I mean, he is, without a doubt, the best American race car driver in history. Yeah. Like. For sure. Yeah. And the fact that he's still involved, he's still driving a two-seater. Yep. Like, it's it's really we're very fortunate. I know it's kind of easy to kind of look over that because he's around so much and, and, he's, like, and he's so open and he's so friendly and he's just so he's so easy to talk to. Yeah, like, yeah. He should literally be like untouchable, like an unattainable like, thing yeah. to like talk like to. Like Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, you tried touching. God, him? I wish I could touch that person. Him is all. I just I love Ryan Reynolds. All right, so we're going to do a. Uh, Segment that we a haven't done for a while. That we haven't done for a while. Um, it's not battle royale, thankfully, because not you literally not can't my, do it. Not my strong. We like suit. pretty much got rid of it because you just aren't. That's not why you got rid of it. We um, literally did it like three podcasts ago. Yeah, that's true. We did it in indie. That's true. Yeah. So you also lost that one. Anyway, carry on. No one cares about your opinion, actually. Um, so it's uh, it's uh, what's the name of the segment? Grinds my ears. Grinds my ears. <laughs> wow. <laughs> This, <laughs> Robbie, do you want a job co-hosting a podcast? Because or feel like we're really. Like <laughs> I could be on standby. <laughs> so what grinds your gears, Alex? I know that first world problems are still problems. You literally said last week how much this pissed you off. The most frustrating thing. All right, jeez, let's move yeah. on. I'm glad that's over. Here's, Here's what, what grinds, grinds my gears. gears. So what really grinds my gears <laughs> is Canada in general. I mean, well, it's not not, not you're have to. So stop, I, I stop will saying stuff. So so Canadian money is ridiculous. Um, ridiculous? It, how? Well, it's uh, how is it not? No, it's no, no, no wait. The, the, the funny part was I was not talking to you. Yeah. So <laughs> I have. I'm very passionate about this. On a scale of one to talking to you, we were at a zero. So first of all, it feels like a garbage bag. Yeah. Okay. Number look, one. Okay. Number two. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Yeah, finish. Finish. No, your this point. is not your grinds my gears. Nope. This is mine. Yep. Number one finish feels like a garbage bag. Number two, you don't need all the colors of the rainbow yeah. on a piece of money. It's like not that's not monopoly money exactly it's supposed to have value it's supposed to have a sense of history to it this is garbage ink garbage is, ink. is what canadian money is garbage ink and are you are you done no i'm not done loonies and toonies can we talk about that Again, Ridiculous. you you can't say anything but loonies continue to and do it. toonies are we talking about Cartoons, right? That's that, like, that one's actually that is fair. that I'm is like, absolutely kind of absurd. Give, like this is are you are you just committing to the fact that you're not progressing past the age of seven years old? Which may I add, <laughs> how happy were you when you were seven? 
I'm happy, but that's not reality. But exactly. <laughs> Looney's not. and Toonies give us that little break from reality that everybody really wants. Oh, so you just live in a state of delusion. Just when you're dealing with one and two dollar coins. No. How no, many transactions and, no, clearly, a week do you do that are one or two dollars? Clearly, and your money. Just just your, your builds as well. I mean, okay. they look so cheap, right. so fake, right. so just right. completely irrelevant right. to the rest of society. Right. And I'm not finished. Oh, oh no, of course not. <laughs> why, would we, why would we stop there? This is making me so happy. Because <laughs> I hate Canadian money so You're much. You're literally sitting on a bunch of Canadians, but go ahead. So it's just, it's, it's ridiculous that your money okay. looks so cheap and tacky. So, obviously. the money in Canada. Yep. Recently changed to a new material. Yes, that is true. Oh, the reason we budget did this, cuts. Uh, budget cuts. more expensive, in fact. Uh, but over the long run, over the long run, it's actually cheaper because the material is nearly indestructible. It does not wear and rip and tear the way that paper bills do, like the cotton-based ones that they use in America, and so uh, they will stay in circulation longer and actually save the country money. The color thing is a weird argument. You guys have all the same color for every bill, right? Yeah. Literally, no other country on earth does that. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> name another, you, you've traveled a lot, Fim. No, name another yeah, country. It's, it's, it's oh yeah, that's Euros. Right. That's a fair point. Euros, it's they have not, they're, they're, not, they're not even the same serious? size. Every bill's a different size. Now, different sizes. They're different well, yeah, sizes. Because then you can colors. tell what it is. They're different yeah. sizes and different that. colors. But I feel like a different color bill is solving a problem that doesn't exist. Like, because I, I had, I brought this up when I was in Canada. I think Christian Ryan uh, from Toronto uh, Sports Network or whatever. He's like, well, I mean, how can you tell the difference between a five-dollar bill and a twenty-dollar bill? I was like, I don't know. The big number in the corner. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's a valid point. <laughs> Do you guys even have braille on your money? How's a blind man supposed to know? Yeah, well, that's why I like the different sizes. That's the different sizes. Right, I that, see that already. Absolutely. This didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. Not great. <laughs> um, but no, Canadian money's great. And uh, American money needs to step up. Yeah. Get some colors, maybe some sizes, maybe some braille. So Tim, one of the points you made earlier was that uh, it was too much like Monopoly money. Yeah. Can you please tell me what your favorite board game is? I love Monopoly. As a uh, can game. you? I, I love Monopoly. Uh, as uh, a uh, game. <laughs> can you please tell me how many different Monopoly boards you own? Whether I have eighty-six Monopoly boards or not is not relevant to the conversation. It's very relevant to the conversation. <laughs> um, Monopoly. I don't want to feel like I'm playing a board game when I'm like trying to buy a beer. Why not? Again, it's just fun. Or just make play. life better. <laughs> So Tim, that didn't really go uh, the way I mm, yeah because you're wrong. I thought we were gonna come out swinging on that. Yeah, yeah. No. They, they hit us with some good points. So <laughs> I think I think I'm just gonna say this because I can edit out whatever anybody says afterwards. Fair. Alex, we won this argument. Oh my God, no! <laughs> so we had to Toronto. Next race, Robbie, is our home event. Mm -hmm. Can I just say what another brilliant podcast this has been? <laughs> yeah. I feel like every time I'm on this show, it just goes... It goes off the... You might be the We reason. go off the rails a lot. <laughs> I feel like We go off track. Oh, that's yeah, what we're here for. Where's mine? Join the club. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll add you to that. What's it like going into that race for you? What's, uh, tell me some memories of little Robbie Wickens and the Honda mm -hmm. Indy Toronto. Um, well, I can tell you, little Robert Wickens was a big fan of Fan Fridays. 
What is that? What, what's the Fan Fridays? Uh, Fan Friday is a, it's a, it's a free day at the track, um, supported by Honda Canada, and you make a donation of, of uh, amount of your choice to make a Wish Foundation, and Honda Canada matches that amount, and everybody gets to kind of come for free. That's, that's, that's amazing. amazing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Is that why we sign your butt every year? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I signed his cool. crotch last year. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Although, I I'm The weird thing was he was wearing it yeah, when I did it. I mean, I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> so what's your favorite memory of the Honda in Toronto, excluding last year, where you, you end up on the podium, which obviously was very cool. We'll get to that. But as a kid growing up or racing in junior formula, what was your favorite memory from the race? Yeah, I mean, I think first time racing there in Atlantics in 07 was cool, although it poured with rain. It was a very rainy race. I remember yeah, that. Uh, I tried, I risked it all to get on the podium, spun on the last lap, trying to pass You for, and John Edwards. Yeah, trying I remember to pass that. for second or third or something. I yeah. think I finished, like, out of the top five. I was gutted. Were you both Red Bull guys? We were. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was, uh, Helmut Marco was a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Huge supporter. Yeah, big fan of that. But... I think honestly, as a kid, it was just always fun going there, um, just meeting drivers, getting to experience. You know, I got to meet Greg Moore, which was probably the highlight of my childhood. Um, and then, um, yeah, I'd go go to the go kart track on Saturday and Sunday and race my own race. But last year it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done. I would say almost equal to what the Indianapolis 500 felt like for me, because I've coming over from Europe, I had never had that much support ever in my life and it was just it was like crazy to experience that much yeah i mean we're so lucky because a lot of drivers don't even get races in their home country never mind their home city right i mean unless you're from canada or the u.s we don't race there and even a lot of the american guys don't have races in their hometown yeah. so for us to be able to have that not only in our country but in our literally our backyard where we grew up is such a cool thing it's such an honor and it's the race that made me fall in love with IndyCar as a kid, and I know the same same yep. story for you. So to be there now on the other side of the fence, essentially putting on the show, is just awesome. So do you guys actually like get to take time to enjoy it, or are you just like oh god, yeah, no the whole time? So what's what's funny about the schedule is we always used to have the Iowa race right before Toronto, and then a weekend off, right? Yeah. So normally, like last year, we flew straight from Iowa basically to Toronto. We'd have sponsor things and media stuff all the way through the week, build up to the race. But then it'd be a very stressful race, very busy week. But then you get the weekend off and you get a chance to kind of relax a little bit. Well, this year they've flipped the script, yeah. which is a double negative because now there's not a race the weekend before, which means sponsors can ask you to go up as early as they want, which means I'll be going up on... Tomorrow. The, well, yeah, I mean... That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> the I'll be... a full 10 days before the race. Yeah. I'll have to be up in Toronto starting with sponsor events. And then after the race, we basically have two days back in Indy to debrief from Toronto, preview Iowa, and then we're off to Iowa. So you don't get that and kind of then, break afterwards as well. And then in Ohio. Ohio. I don't know and why then that was I'm fun. going to something in early It's just August. three in a row. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Three in a row at, at this stage is a daunting thing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like a small like thing we got to do in early August. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, someone's what? Gonna... Becky's getting married. To who? I don't know, but I'm pretty upset about it because I could have sworn I proposed to her like ages ago. I thought ago. I remembered a picture about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Did you get an invite? No. <laughs> I got nothing. That's awkward. Yeah, it's super awkward. I'm gonna... No, but oh. literally, I have a question. Uh-oh. Does the... No, I'm serious. Like, do you guys send each other invites? 
Come on. Why would they send each other? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. Come on. Why no, would they no, send because, each other? No, no, stop, stop. Before 2019, we lived in a world where the, the bride and groom didn't live in the same it's still dark. <laughs> like, like, so why, why leave them out? Why leave them out? We were at 111 people and we're like, all right, 111, so that's 12, 113 with us and 117 with the, the, the vendors. And then, and then when I looked at the thing, we were included on our 111. Like, we were on the guest list. And I was like, oh. There you go. So we so invited we ourselves. We both did receive an invite. Did we RSV? So that was not a stupid yeah. question. To be clear, it was still a very stupid Alex. question. <laughs> <laughs> and the invite is on her left hand. So do we want to do we want to go into Robbie getting married at all, or do we want to just yeah. mercy kill the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill it. I'm hungry. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're like I said, we're very lucky to get to do it uh, in our backyard. Very cool. Uh, was. We were, what were your third and fourth last year? We were. We were trying to rep the... Who was third? The, uh, he was third. Oh. He was third. I was fourth. Who was second? Uh, and uh, now we're trying to make it a P1 because the Raps won a championship there, and so now we have to... Guys, this has been kind of an episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Robbie, thank you as Hi, always. Ross. And thank you for always, uh, as always, for joining. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Tim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean thin. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.